Welcome to Flowcast, episode number five. My name is Cody, and I hope that you are having a beautiful day today. <sighs> Whatever you are doing. And in today's Flowcast, we are going to speak about why you matter, why you matter, why your life is important, and why choosing yourself every day is probably one of the most important things you could do, not only for yourself, obviously, but also for the world around you. And this conversation today, this topic today, is inspired by a conversation I had with a client. And it is a conversation that I often have with people when it comes down to suggesting that they perhaps orientate their lives towards themselves instead of other people. This is also a conversation I've had had with me because it is something that I do quite regularly, which is use other people or prioritize other people as my basis of direction. So, the first question, or actually the first understanding we need to have here is, what do I mean by yourself? And so, I don't mean that you should orientate yourself towards your pleasures, nor do I mean that you should orientate yourself towards your emotions, nor do I mean that you should orientate yourself to your whims or your desires. Completely. Sometimes, yes. If they fall within what, in my opinion, is the more anchored orientation of self, and that is your values. So what I mean by self is the things that you value and what you hold to be important for you. Say, for instance, you value health. Then anything that you do that puts your health at risk knowingly, obviously not knowing, we do a lot of things in ignorance. But it is once we know, once we know, and then we still do so knowingly, you are acting against your values. And this is something we called, or we call integrity, or being not integral. And so when we are not integral with ourselves, when we are acting against our values, we're basically, and this is what I said to my client, we're being a dickhead to ourselves. We're being a mean person to ourselves. We're being an asshole to ourselves. And whenever we do that, we don't like ourselves. And this is one of the biggest causes from what I've seen, even with myself, as to why we don't like ourselves. Why we have moments where we just don't like ourselves, right? Um, and so this comes down to values. And you may not even know what your values are. So take a moment before we even continue on with this journey together and just think about what you value. What is important to you? What are some value systems in your life that you believe to be righteous? And I add this little part at the end because I think 
there are subjective values that hold no nuanced impact to the external world. So I could value a good book about a post-apocalyptic future and the entertainment value of that book. I could value that without it having a negative effect on the world around me. Um, but if I value something such as, let's say, a certain type of male bravado, that will have an effect because that will then affect the way that I show up as a male or as a man or with masculine energy in the world around me. And so we really need to check ourselves on our values sometimes. Values, just because you have values, just like just because you have ethics, it doesn't necessarily mean that you are ethical. Uh, think about how different cultures have different ethics and they may disagree with each other. This again goes into a much deeper conversation about where we can draw our ethics from. And I like to think that the ethics of a moment truly comes from when one is present in that moment and is purely witnessing that moment from a place of love. I believe that love can lead and guide our ethics if we truly open ourselves up to it. Love and a little bit of logic too, of course. I think the combination of the two is how we can guide ourselves. Bringing it back to you and your values, take a moment to think about what you value in the world. Um, and then I would, I would measure that with the world and see if you feel like those values are righteous with the world. If you feel like those values are beneficial, not just for you, but for other people and for the universe or the world or humanity or whomever else you care about around you too. Once you've got these values, right, take a moment, get the values. Now you can start to use that as a lens to look at the world around you at the moment, your current reality, and see if you're living in accordance with those values. If you're not living in accordance with those values, you're probably not living in accordance with yourself. And this is what I mean by self-orientation, is how can you right now start to orientate yourself towards that greater value system? The reason why this is important is one, as I've already mentioned, that value system, when, when cultivated correctly, when engineered correctly, when put together correctly, is going to be a reflection of what the universe or the world or humans around us actually need, what is righteous in the world. It's going to be a reflection of that, right? And I think that this value system should be put under some level of scrutiny and should have some sort of objective human collective value as well as a subjective value. Uh, and I feel like having all three is where you hit the, the winning jackpot when you get all three of them lined up, that it's good for you, good for others, and good for everyone else. So acting in accordance with this value system is obviously just going to be good for the world around you because it comes from a system that has considered the world around you, if that makes sense. Cool. Yes, yes. And you may find this, <laughs> you might find this like work, like why should I do this? Why should I sit and determine my values? And honestly, I found that determining one's values really just makes everything else so much easier. 
Because if you have this as a reference point, then you can just consistently refer to it. So whenever you need to make a decision, you just check in. Does this, does this connect to my values? Yes or no? If the answer is yes, then great, do it. If the answer is no, then don't do it. If the answer is I'm not sure, well, then you kind of have to either try and infer if it does or try it and see if it does or if it doesn't. If it doesn't, you're like, oh, shit, that didn't actually work with my values. So, boop. It's a no for me or actually, well, that, that did. So yes, that's a yes for me. I also think our value system works on a sliding scale. I don't think one value at all times has priority over other values. Um, I think it's all situational, right? Which gets confusing. And that's why I'm not going to talk about that so much. What I'm going to talk about is just you being aware of your own values and knowing that you do have values and knowing that those values may also be fluid, but they shouldn't be too fluid. They should be something that stays with you and that should, in its nature, quite intuitively be something that reflects a greater good for the world around you and everyone else in it. Right? So that's obviously good for the world. The other part is that when you are integral, you'll notice that you feel really good about yourself. And that means you will start acting in a more positive way. When you start acting in a more positive way, you will bring more positivity to the world. So what the way that you act, what you perpetuate in the world, determines the world around you. And yes, this is kind of the reason why I've started this flowcast off with why you are important, is because this is why you are important. The world is made up of individuals, and it is these individuals, like I mentioned in a narrative flowcast, you, that have the ability to perpetuate the way the reality is. So it's about how you show up, and it's about what you do in accordance with your values. So those two things, one, you just feeling like a better person, showing up with, for lack of a better word, better vibes, uh, being more peaceful, being more joyful, being more grounded, be more loving, whatever it is, liking yourself more, because when you like yourself more, you no longer project your validation towards external sources, uh, and also you show up with less of a victim attitude. And notice I say like, and I could also say love. I don't mean put yourself above others. I don't mean this in any sort of narcissistic way or any sort of supremacist sort of way, just liking yourself. It's okay to fucking like yourself. In, in fact, you should. You should like yourself. You're a, you're a cool person, whoever's listening to this. You're great. Well, maybe. Maybe maybe you're not. And the only reason you're not is because you're probably not living according to your values. Or you're living towards a set of values that aren't actually coherent with the greater good for the world around you. And that's the only reason you wouldn't be a good person. That's it. That is the only reason is because you are not living according to those values. So if you're doing things that are a bit shady and shifty, it's just because you're either denying your values or your value system needs some reworking. That's it. Super simple. That's all that needs to be done. And this is why you are important. It's because once we as a collection of individuals start to take responsibility for ourselves, not only do we affect ourselves and where let's say not that one person. So I'm saying this also because I've just recently 
heard some really horrible news. Um, I live in Thailand, so this was news about a shooting that happened in Bangkok. And I know for a lot of countries that might be listening to it, this is quite common, much more common than when it happens in Thailand or how often it happens in Thailand. Um, some countries, this is not common at all. Um, but just the thing that sprung to my mind was like, damn, what if, you know, what if that kid, so it was actually a kid, a uh, 14-year-old who somehow got a hold of a handgun and did the very Western thing of donning some camo pants and going into a shopping center and just shooting at people, which is horrible. It's such a horrible thing. It's horrible in multiple ways. It's horrible because there's unnecessary violence occurring. There's people's lives being affected um, due to this one human who didn't know how to regulate themselves properly, who didn't know that what they were doing was not okay, who was not living within a value system that made this not okay. Um, and also just horrible because what type of person does it take to do that? You know, like at what, at what point was that person's psyche how depressed, how angry, how frustrated they were and what reality that they were living in made them think or feel or decide that what they were doing was the right thing to do. Even if they thought it was the wrong thing to do, anytime you commit to that, you're ultimately saying that it's okay in your reality for this thing to happen. So what brings a person to that? And it's a super sad situation, really. So in my mind, the thing that popped up was, damn, you know, what if, what if there was just one school friend that just heard him out, you know? What if there was just one teacher? What if there was just one of his parents that sat down with him and had a really good loving chat? Maybe, and I know this sounds minuscule, but maybe he just needed that. Maybe he just needed to feel loved and none of that would have happened, you know? Um, and that comes down to all of us because maybe one of the reasons why none of those people felt that is because there was no ripple effect. And this is the power of the ripple effect. Sometimes it's not about affecting the masses, even though that does create a huge ripple. And our influencers and influential people do this in a very beautiful way. Sometimes it's not as effective, actually, as the one-to-one -one ripple. There seems to be a, and not all the time, don't get me wrong, definitely not all the time, but there does seem to be a degradation of quality of impact uh, the larger the impact is created. Um, again, not all the time, but there does seem to be this. So if you can one-on-one -on -one help change a person's life as opposed to one on 10,000, the one on 10,000, because you're dealing with 10,000 people, the energy around that uh, I, I've felt and I can also imagine might fade a little bit more than if you just spend one-on-one -on -one with someone going really in, in depth, ingraining into the situation in the moment, but where they're at and what needs to be done. Again, not all the time. I obviously can imagine some huge events that change everyone's lives that's there, that's 10,000, 100,000 people. I can imagine an event like that happening. But I think the one-on-one -on -one thing, that's how we do it. One smile at a time. And it might seem insignificant again, but what if your one smile? This is the thing that came to me. It's the reason why I'm probably recording this, 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 this flowcast right now. Um, 
even though it's in the evening and even though I've I've been putting off doing the flowcast for a bit because my energy has just been tapped. But it's the reason why I'm recording this right now is because what if that one smile, what if that one conversation, what if this one podcast, what if that one positive vibe for that one time you heard someone out prevented, you know, a mass shooting? That one time that you were just a nice person to someone, that you were kind, that you were compassionate, that you were accepting, that you were loving, right? And then on top of that, I want to add this too. Uh, again, this is why you are important. So I want to add this too. It's also important what you do. I've been listening to this really beautiful, <laughs> beautiful is the wrong word for it. Uh, beautiful for me because I really find it difficult to find books, if I'm honest, or entertainment uh, that is the nice middle ground of stimulating enough intellectually, but not too much that it turned into a self-help book. But there's this really wonderful book I'm listening to at the moment um, that's about a, uh, a alternative future reality that's similar to Earth. Um, it's, it's called Cyberpunk or the Cyberpunk Saga. It's a great book. Uh, in it, anyway, there's, a, uh, there's an evil corporation, <laughs> as there always is, um, but but to to ground it a little bit in reality, there is a little bit of evil in some of the corporate uh, fields that exist. You know, it is undeniable. And I think for me, what makes something evil is when it is oppressive rather than expansive. Uh, so unless obviously it's an impression of something that causes harm, right? So like oppressing the use of firearms just globally, just worldwide, you know, just no one uses them as much as they, as they do, uh, becomes more of a regulated thing, but regulated, not in this, in this strict kind of totalitarian style of regulation, but more in just this, come on guys, just think about it for a moment. We don't need this much guns. We're not fighting off aliens or something, uh, yet. <laughs> Who knows? Um, we're just using it to shoot each other, which is ridiculous. So if everyone, again, globally, it obviously has to be a global thing to put that down. That would be an oppression of something like that, right? But if there's an oppression of freedom, if there's an oppression of love, if there's an oppression of connection, if there's an oppression of choice making, that for me, uh, I would call that evil in a sense. Uh, I would call that evil just because I think it's a disservice to the expansion of humanity. And I think that things like this exist in this modern world that we live in. A lot of the marketing, a lot of the, the media constructs or the, the political systems, and even to a certain degree, the economic systems that are in place um, can be oppressive. Uh, and I think a large portion of people agree with me. Um, this is not me saying I know of better ways yet. Maybe it might come to me. I'm sure there's other people who are much more versed in these fields that could probably think of better ways. Um, but I do recognize that there's got to be a better way. And if there isn't, then we just got to make one because that's what we did to make these ways is we just pulled them out of the air and made them. So bringing it back to the point that I'm trying to make and why I feel like it is not only what who you are that is important, but what you do. 
is if what you're doing in your mind, again, bringing back in the values is causing some form of oppression and you don't agree with oppression, then why are you doing it? Whether it be oppression to animals, whether it's the farming industry, which is causing environments or killings of sufferings of animals that you don't agree with, but in some way you're perpetuating that either by buying the food or by working at it. And then you're going to be like, yeah, but you know what difference am I going to make? The whole point of this podcast is to say that you're the one that's going to make the difference because it's an individual level thing. It's not a collective thing. The collection is just made up of individuals. So it comes down to you. It comes down to you. Um, Or it's perpetuating like a suppression of humans or a manipulation of humans, a propaganda of humans, a addiction of humans, a profiteering off of humans. Then you're not working or acting in integrity with yourself and you're not helping free or expand the world. So ask yourself that question. Uh, Is what I'm doing helping free and expand the world or is it causing more oppression? And it might be doing a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And you just got to find your own way to weed out the oppressive parts, to expand on the freedom parts. That's what you got to do. That's that's, I feel, an obligation to us as humans. Uh, obligation obviously not set really by anyone other than what I would say would be a very righteous value system, right? And I'm not going to get into defining what that value system might look like. That's, again, up to you. I would love for you to think about what that value system could look like, a value system that is beneficial for the world, for other people, and for yourself. And by the world, I mean not just humans. I mean humans and nature, animals, plants, etc. included, because that's what we're aiming for here, some symbiosis, some everyone wins, a win-win-win-win-win situation. And yes, it's possible. If you think it's not possible, the only reason why it's not possible is because you think it. Because you think it. This is not thinking that I can fly and therefore I can fly, right? This is thinking on a conceptual level. So it's, it's much more, it's much more breakable and moldable here when we bring it down to concepts, right? I can think I'm a unicorn and not be a unicorn because that would have to change my physical characteristic traits, which we don't have capacity to do with our mental power yet, but we can think and change concepts right? And ethics and values and all these things come down to concepts. So take a moment today and consider it. Consider first what your values are. Then consider if your life is moving according to those values. Then consider what your life would look like if you did move more according to those values. Then consider if what you're doing, your occupation, or your profession, or even your hobbies, or even the entertainment that you consume is perpetuating something within the alignment of your value system? And the answer is no. I'm not saying you have to get rid of it straight away, because that's hard. I'm definitely not living in full alignment with my values yet. It's a work in progress, because sometimes it's scary. Sometimes your value system does not equates the same value system as modern society and it actually puts you as an outcast and an outlier 
when you start to behave. And I've been in that position before, and I'm still kind of in that position to a certain degree, but there's bigger steps that I haven't had the balls to take yet. Um, but I'm working on it, building up the courage, building up the skills, because some of it's also a skill level thing, and also just being patient um, as I progress forward in the direction of becoming more aligned with my own values. So think about these things, become more aware of them, take a look out and see what you're perpetuating in society. Be kind for the love of God, be kind to each other. Give some love, and that just means have time for each other. And be empathetic, be compassionate, be understanding. And no, again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay the final, final hammer down on the brick just to repeat this because I would like to end with this as the, the echoing bell of this podcast. Know that your little bit of kindness, your little bit of love, your smile, you being you, you having that beautiful, powerful, integrative, peaceful value system that you accord your life by could be the thing that prevents something like a mass shooting or genocide or someone getting killed or hurt or bullied or sexually assaulted or harassed or just even feeling shit that day. That is the power we all have. And that is why you are important. To keep being awesome, I know it sounds like a lot of work, but it's actually beautiful work if not a little bit uncomfortable, for sure, but it is beautiful work because once you start doing this, again, it's going to feel uncomfortable, but it's also going to feel so good. You're going to feel like you're swimming in your own skin again and you're going to feel alive, truly alive, instead of numbed out because you have to numb yourself out to your own life that you're living because it's not a life that you'd choose to be living if you could. And guess what? You can choose. This is the time to choose in a very beautiful, powerful, positive way. No need for violence. No need for anger. Only passion, purpose, peace, joy, presence, love, happiness. And I truly believe that that's how we move forward. Keep being awesome. Thank you so much for your time and attention. I hope this podcast makes sense. I hope that it resonates. I hope that it puts a smile on your face. And if not, <laughs> then... Let me know why, because I'd love to love to put more of a, a smile on your face. I'd, I'd love to help more people smile a bit more, understand themselves a bit more, and live more integrative, integral, value-driven lives. Mucho Samore. Have a beautiful day, as I said in the beginning. And I'll catch you in the flow. Peace.